You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the second season of the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Dennis Walker. Dennis is a senior national account and association manager with National Platinum Partner United Rentals. He is an association guru, folks. He's a wealth of, of knowledge in several aspects of how association governance and programs can effectively uh, be positive in, in the growth of our industries, within the growth of our contracting companies. Um, he's an active num- member of a number of groups throughout the construction sector, in addition to serving on his local IEC chapter board at IEC Rocky Mountain. And he's on the Platinum Partner Council and Industry Partner Committee at the National Association, IEC National. Looking forward to our conversation today. And without further ado, Dennis, I'd like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast, The Electrical Current. Thanks, Spencer. I appreciate the invitation. Oh, fantastic. Well, how are you today? How are things? Uh, you in Denver or where, where are you at? Yeah, I'm actually in Denver this week. As you know, I uh, travel about 70, 75% of the time. Yes. Well, this week I'm in the office preparing for all the stuff that I do when I travel. Well, terrific. Terrific. Well, good. Yes. Well, well, thank you so much for, for spending time with us today and, and uh, taking time out of your out of your schedule. And, and yes, you are no stranger to TSA, are you? <laughs> no, they do. They. It's amazing. Sometimes you go in the airport and they absolutely recognize you. Yeah. And, you know, you go, hey, good to see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's terrific. That's terrific. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, good. Well, well, I'd like to start um, our conversation with with a little bit of the fundamental question of, you know, tell oh. us a little bit about where you grew up and and uh, help to lead us on the pathway of, of um, today, you know, where, where you got to today. Oh. Well, I grew up in uh, Huron, South Dakota. Huron, South Dakota. Wow. At the time, it was the uh, fourth largest city in the state of South Dakota. Is that right? I was uh, lived in the city. Uh, had a family. There was uh, five of us total: three three brothers and two sisters. Mm-hmm. And I'm the double double: brother, okay. sister, brother, sister, brother. And I was right in the middle. Wow! Wow! So at the uh, so graduated uh, high school, did the whole thing there, and then uh, my grandmother, God bless her, uh, said, you know, I think you got more potential. She gave me fifty bucks, uh, one way bus ticket to Denver, Colorado, no to try and make something. Wow! Wow! Absolutely, and trying to make something myself. So here we. Here we are about what are you going to do? I mean, I started actually started in the restaurant business. I worked throughout high school. And, uh-huh. You know, and, and when you grow up uh, poor, which we were very poor back in South Dakota, yeah, you learned when I when you go to school and you actually work. So I would get out right. of school and then I would uh, go work till ten, eleven o'clock at night, and then I'd go to school uh, the next day and of course work weekends. So, mm-hmm. so you just have the, the history of of works. But I, but yep. I grew up in the uh, hotel and restaurant business, and then came out to Colorado uh, when I was 20 years old. So it's been a while since wow. I was there. Wow. So I consider myself a Colorado native. Yeah. And, I, and I love, and I love Colorado. Yeah. And I know that, and I know that you do too. My friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. You yeah. do like Colorado. Well, yes, it, I know. It so. runs deep. It runs deep. Yeah. So went through several different career moves, uh, mm-hmm. you know, before I actually settled into the rental business. And that was approximately a little over 25 years ago. Is that right? Okay. Right. And it was through that that when I first started in the business, when I was hired by a company called Center Rental, mm-hmm. uh, 
we would have considered it fairly big back in the day before all the rental uh, companies today. Right. In Colorado, there was a, there was a good size rental company with about five operations, so that was considered big back then. Mm-hmm. But I was uh, I was hired to get into sales with them, and they knew that I knew absolutely nothing about construction mm. or anything like that. Or do I ever pretend to be mechanically inclined? <laughs> what they didn't know was that <laughs> no, you do not want me down that road. <laughs> you know, just, I would hurt myself. I swear. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So it, it came down to. You know what can 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 you go out and meet people and yeah. things like that? Yeah. So, one of my uh, I actually started whatever all these years ago, uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Mm. So I happened to go on the second day. I went out on some cold calls and met uh, a company called and it was amazing. I still remember the company name. It was uh, Bosco Constructors. Mm. Bosco. And I walked in. Of course, it's the you know, it's, it's a very quiet week because it was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Walked in and talked to the receptionist. Of course, is the hardest person to get past. Mm-hmm. All, of the custo- all of the customers out there listening, sometimes it's good to let some of us in your door. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Right. And I was t- telling her the story that I was brand new with Center Rental and so on and so forth. Uh, there, I saw that a gentleman was down the hall and his office was open. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he could hear me. And the guy was Joe Bosco himself, mm-hmm. owner of the company. Okay. And he came out and was very nice, took some time and said, hey, tell me your story. So yeah. we're going over the story and he goes, yeah. you know, for what you need to do and what you're doing, mm-hmm. you really should belong to an association. Wow. Of course, I have no, I have no idea what the man's talking right, about. Right, right. So he actually invites me that, uh, it was probably two or three weeks later, he said, I'd like you to come as my guest mm-hmm. to the event. And it happened to be an ABC Colorado event. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that he was the incoming chairman of the board for ABC Colorado. Wow. Okay. And pretty much, the, oh, it's almost the rest is history. The, yeah. the next association that I actually belonged to was a CCA, which is the Colorado Contractors Association. Mm-hmm. And a gentleman by the name of Joe Wagner saw me, mm-hmm. took took me under his wings, even though technically we were competitors, and said, "Let me show you the way." Mm-hmm. So uh, I worked with him for a while, and then and then pretty soon, it's, so I realized at that point that the value of associations and now how could we be whatever company I worked for could actually be a better partner where there was an actually an ROI yeah. for whatever company I'm working for. But how do you give back the ROI to the association? Mm-hmm. And that's really how it started was just by blind accident, to be honest with you. Spencer. Interesting. Interesting. That's fascinating. And so, yeah, it's a, your first, your first four in your first week on the job there and, and, yeah. and uh, Thanksgiving week. And, and you got a what? great tip. You got a great tip from, uh, I did. from a contractor. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. I know it was, it was right. And, and the rest is history because yeah. look where I'm at now. Yeah. Now I do associations. Yeah. Right. 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 And, and I, I mentioned, yeah, you're, you're an association guru is what I like to call you. Yeah. Um, because well, you, 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 well, you do, you, you have a, a very breadth, uh, and strong understanding, um, having, having had experience and success and, and being involved with a lot of associations over the years to, to learn a little bit more right. about, uh, what to do and what not to do in a way. Correct. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, and and you mentioned yeah some of the value and the ROI piece of of being involved mm-hmm. in associations. I'm, I'm curious, yeah, if you can share a little bit about that from you know the perspective of of uh, you know from from where like where the position you sit in, from how you see sure. it for United Rentals being engaged, as well as then you know what what the responsibility that that you see or or the the ROI from a contractor uh, to be engaged within their association as an individual. Okay. Well, well, first of all, a lot of times when I go in and I'll, I'll talk to an association, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, you know, being the association manager for United Rentals, yeah. especially for, for the national, 
I get a lot of requests. Mm-hmm. And what I really do is I do some background check to find out who the association is. So gotcha. I get to the anal part where I actually do dig into the association where other people, you know, they just say, oh, wow, I'm whatever. And well, you're electrical. So naturally I should belong to the electrical association. Mm-hmm. You know, I would tend to disagree with, with that wide mm-hmm. range like that. Mm-hmm. So I actually go in and I will actually pull up a, the website mm-hmm. and, and, and I'll pick on um, IAC Colorado since I'm sure. on the board there. You bet. I will actually p- pull up their bylaws. Mm-hmm. I, I read their bylaws. I actually do read the bylaws. You, you mom. sick man, what you. Position? Yeah. I know. People, people say that a lot to me. Go, oh, you don't really? And I'm like, yes, I do read your bylaws. Because I do want to find it's out. It's critical. What is, it's a foundational well, document. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what yeah. what do they really mean and how does it really affect? Exactly. What is some of the verbiage in there? So right. I then I then review their board of directors. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find out what who they have on the board of directors, right. what kind of companies they are. Yeah. Of course, then of course, then by looking at their website, you also are able to see, you know, what are they doing in their community. Mm-hmm. Very important. Us, United Rentals is a very community driven yes. uh, company. We really enjoy working in our communities. Yes. So we want to know what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. What is particular that that particular association is doing? Mm-hmm. We also look at the types of committees. Mm-hmm. Example. I want to know what kind of events you're doing. Mm-hmm. I look at the safety. Mm-hmm. I want to know, do you have a young leaders program or how do you take the new leaders coming into the workforce? Yes. What is your membership like? Mm-hmm. And, I, and as I address your board of directors, I want to know how often they meet, what, what kind of the committees, like I said, you have. And mm-hmm. certainly we look at, you know, do they have and do they talk about diversity and inclusion? Mm-hmm. I mean, as you know, yes. with our previous conversations, right. that's very important to us. Absolutely. So we do want to know. How does that look like? And, and not necessarily do you have a committee. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes I hear people say, oh, we talk about it at all of our committees. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't believe that statement. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, well, all you're looking for is how are you embracing diversity and inclusion? Mm-hmm. And that can mean anything as simple as maybe you're working on an MOU, a memorandum of understanding with another association in your area. Which mm-hmm. if you're looking at, if you're an association, you should be looking at if you don't have this, could you partner with another partner? association that right. has your like principles? Right, right. You don't, you don't have to agree on everything. Yeah. But you could have a memorandum of understanding, which is why I don't like a contract. Mm-hmm. I prefer an MOU yeah. over something like that. Sure, sure. So, you know, I re- we do recommend that, and I do look at all that. I also look at what are your contractors versus supplier associates number. Kind of the, yeah, the, the balance you know, ratio. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's 50 50, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I may question. Yeah the validity of how, how deep we would get involved mm-hmm. and from, from just my opinion. Anyway, sure. How we would. sure. So I, I do look at that and we want to see how does, how does the association view their associate suppliers? Mm-hmm. Example is, can you sit on the board of directors? Mm-hmm. Could you, could you actually be chairman of the board? Mm-hmm. So we do look at all of that because I think it's very impactful because there are things that I believe United Rentals can actually do and can actually help associations yes. in certain areas. Yeah. You know, we're certainly not the fix-all, and we're not a band-aid, but we're not the surgeon either. But there are a lot of things we can do. So mm-hmm. we do want to be, you know, we want to be more of a partner, not a member yeah. with that particular, whatever chapter that may be. Right. And then, of course, it's up to the chapter to actually sit down, and I believe we should sit down and have the conversation, whether it's a membership director or the CEO, mm-hmm. and have a conversation about, what does that association, that particular chapter do that fits the footprint 
of United Rentals where we can actually benefit each other. Right, right. That partnership. That, makes, yeah. that absolutely makes a strong partner. So, mm-hmm. I, that's, I mean, that's just some of the things at the, at the high, you know, the high level of what we look at yeah. and what we should be looking at. Um, and I'm sure we don't do that across every business segment that we have. Sure. However, that is something we certainly try and look at and say, you know, how can we be a better member within the community, within the association? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that that's fantastic. It's a great list um, that's that's there, Dennis, and, and the the strategic approach to it um, uh, is is uh, really second to none. And and I appreciate you helping to walk through that. And it, sure. as as you're talking too, and, and I'm even thinking. I mean, these are these are questions that that. Um, industry members so so in our case at IEC then that electrical contractor members should be looking at as well in my opinion you know like trying to understand sure. um, what what their association stands for and, and the programs that are available and the opportunities that are there for them to get engaged and involved uh, because well know, and think about it from the aspect huge. if you're if you're a subcontractor mm-hmm. and you're going to join let's say AGC or ABC or the national oil and gas, whatever that may be mm-hmm. as the subcontractor, you should go through these same steps mm-hmm. about why are you going to be a member right. of that association? Right. How are they going to treat the subcontractors? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It, it helps to, helps to give a, yeah, that ROI that you were talking about and helps to then kind Absolutely. of illustrate, you know, is it within then, yeah, the footprint of, of what our goals are and, and where we're aligned and, and kind of moves things that way. That's, that's true. And there's sometimes yeah. if there's, you know, if you're joining an association and there's 30 other electrical companies, mm-hmm. um, unless you're an individual electrical company that, that does something that the rest of them don't do, mm-hmm. you might want to take a different picture of it. Yeah. Because do you really want to, do you really want to invest your money? So, you know, there's also the times of saying it's okay not to join mm-hmm. a certain association because it doesn't fit exactly what you're looking for. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, no. But but having that litmus test and having that, that strategic approach, like like you just helped, helped to outline of, of, you know, that assessment piece of taking a look at, at bylaws as step one to understand, you know, the foundational right. elements of where they're at, getting through to understanding who, yeah, who the leadership is, um, you know, where, where the values and the structures lie, where the opportunities are, what the programs and offerings that, that are there to be able to then um, fulfill the need that that you have and and that the company right. has, huh? Yeah, and I and, and you know, and I didn't take any classes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't even have a college education. So yeah, you know, it yeah. was. It just. It just came from the fact of. I learned by making the mistakes. Yeah. I, and I made a lot of mistakes. So today, hmm. any of the people that I work with, whether I'm working with an association, and I do work with a lot of associations yeah. on how, you know, better, better, let's say their footprint or better what they're trying to do within their community. Mm-hmm. I do get requests from associations to come work with them. So, mm-hmm. and, and I'm glad to do that, but it really does come down to is that how did you learn? You learn by having the door slammed in your face a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And you also learn that no is no, but you know what? Sometimes you get persistent and say, what did you learn from? No. Right. 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 And, and that's, so that's the opportunity. It's all, it? it's yeah. all by learning. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all learning by mistake. And so instead of you, Everybody else having to make the mistake. If I can help them eliminate some of those no's, eliminate some of those missteps, I'm happy to help. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, we're we're overjoyed that you're engaged within uh, within IEC and the on the local and national level, and you've been uh, a very supportive partner in, in, in a number of different ways, um, including yeah some of the, the guidance and, and recommendations uh, as to how we can better serve uh, our partners and and our members right. across the board. Um, mm-hmm. But tell me a little bit about you know what's what's uh, what's happening over at United Rentals. Um, what what should contractors be aware of? Uh, you know that that uh, that 
um, we, you and I have talked a lot about this, so so yeah. you know it's it's uh, a little bit old hat, I guess, to you and I. But but um, folks that that you know might not um, look beyond just the the the. Um, the, the transactional relationship of, of what they could see with United Rentals. But you guys are, are providing a tremendous amount of value in so many different avenues um, to go beyond just, just the perception of that, the rental agency of, of choice in a lot of right. ways. Um, well, so, the, yeah. probably the, you know, the first thing I'd probably say is mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that, that I'm seeing right now, and certainly there's a lot of things. So I would, I would tell everybody, you know, this is my opinion at this particular mm-hmm. point, but, once again, if, if anybody paid attention, is that just, I believe it was announced on Monday, mm-hmm. that the new ANSI 92 spec was moved from March 1st to June 1st. Mm-hmm. So that is that is the new training that's going to be required. And, and I would encourage anybody that's listening is, is go to the website and look at what does ANSI 92 mean and mm-hmm. how does that affect your business. So. Right. Effectively, what we're talking about is aerial work platforms, which everybody knows that verbiage is AWPs, is now moving to MEWPs, so mm-hmm. it's mo- Mobile Elevator Work Platforms. So there's going to be changes, so the new the new equipment that the manufacturers are making and have been making for some time that are going to be hitting the market and will be hitting your job sites. You know, there's a required training that you must take to be on an MEWP piece of equipment, so... You know, but without going so in depth and doing a PowerPoint presentation, right. the, the thing I would strongly d- just tell people is, is to make sure you take a look at the ANSI 92, and how is that going to impact you down the road, whether it be in 2020 or maybe it won't impact you till the start of 2021. Mm-hmm. But you know, in, in our business, as we see in construction, you know, we are such a busy, busy type of formation of work, as that we're always constantly busy. Uh, so I would say that usually what happens is people say, listen, I'm, we are too busy to worry about that right now. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, I'm so busy chasing work, I don't have time to do that. Right. I, right. Would str- I would strongly encourage you, have your safety people, small to mid-sized companies, I would say, you know, if you've got a safety director, it could be your marketing and business development person that does all of the same thing. Look at the ANSI 92 spec. And, and we do have a program, um, United Academy that actually can help that with you as far as being able to take an online training and doing items like that. So take a look at it. You know, whether you're calling one of our competitors, you're calling us, it is paramount for United Rentals that everybody's safe. Mm-hmm. We want people to go home the same way they came safely. Amen. Amen. Yes. So yes. please look at the ANSI 92. If you have further uh, comments, we certainly, if it, if it raises some things, we can certainly do a podcast on it if you want, or yep. we can do a presentation, a WebEx for you guys. It's absolutely not a problem. Be glad to help you guys on yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I know that I, if I remember correct, you guys are affecting, uh, I, I know that you have like mm-hmm. 50, 51 chapters, but right. you actually touch around 80,000 electricians. That's correct. That is correct. And yeah. they really need to know, even if it's the electrician, that they want to know that they're also safe and they have all the proper training they want. You know, the electricians I know, want to be safe yeah absolutely absolutely so yep. they can always look at it themselves and bring it up to their company say what's ANSI 92 and how's it going to affect us with new equipment coming into the market mm-hmm. 
Yep. No. Amen. Yeah. The, without yeah. question. And I think yeah that that we all we all are, are aligned on on those goals of, of make, ensuring yeah safe workplace practices, ensuring right. that that uh, you know that the preservation of, of people and property and and uh, everything that we touch then is is uh, secure right. that, that people can right. go home at, at the end of the day and and um, and, uh, and and rest uh, with their families. Um, and absolutely. Yeah. The, the ANSI ninety two. I'm glad that you brought that piece up too because that, that's the piece that we're working. On collaboratively, as, as uh, you noted, yes. and, and I think yeah, we've got yes. uh, somebody with United Rentals that's going to be talking on a webinar for our membership here, um, upcoming soon. Um, oh, great! So oh, that, yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, Luke Luke Morley. Correct. Yes, yes oh, okay. that's right. Correct. Yeah, oh, Luke. Great. Yeah, we've yes. we've got Luke on the schedule. I think um, within the next month, he's he's going to be oh. working to be able to help publish that information out there. So members, uh, all of our contractor members, can take a look for that. Um, you, well, again, you, I would strongly yeah. encourage them to, to to get on that and, yeah. and pay attention to what's going to be happening for them because it does affect their, especially the smaller, mid-sized yes companies. That really does affect how they go forward doing their business models and how they're going to be doing it. So it is important for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, the window of, of pushing back from a March uh, rollout to the right. June, the difference between March and June is, is the blink of an eye, right. as you and I know. Um, yeah, and, and even is. quicker, even quicker in, in the business sense to be able to then get yeah. prepared. Well, originally it started, that was going to be uh, December 19th. So there have mm-hmm. been some, for whatever lawsuits, there's some, some people yep. aren't prepared on, you know, so I'm not going to get into that part of it, yep. but it's been delayed twice now. Could it be delayed a third time? I suppose it's possible, but you know, we always get back to is we can't wait till the last minute to say, Oh my, right. I've got 10 electricians or a hundred electricians and I need to get them certified. If yeah. new equipment is coming out to your job site, yep. which yep. eventually it will, it's, it's today or tomorrow. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, on that thread too, Dennis. Um, you, yeah. when, within our conversation here on on the ANSI A92, um, you mentioned United Academy, and and that I think is yeah. is another piece of the puzzle in which then I'm not sure if there's a lot of awareness about. Um, could you help to kind of give us a a, a, a little bit of a tour on on uh, what United Academy wow. is and does? Sure. Yeah. So if you think about United Academy, it's it actually and one thing I tell you is think of a, uh, a credit card mm-hmm. or we actually have it on the hard hat, but think of a credit card mm-hmm. and how would you be able to put all of your information on that particular card? So whether uh, my good friends in South Dakota, they would use that card specifically because because they all have conceal and carry permits. Yep. So they can actually take that and actually download it on that particular card. Mm-hmm. But what you're looking at when you're thinking about United Academy is whether it be safety training on Ocean 10, Ocean 30, whether you're doing scissor lifts, booms, forklifts, whatever that may be, all of our trench that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that people get trained on. We even have things like, believe it or not, diversity and inclusion, a class that you could actually take for your board of directors. Hmm. On United Academy. You can actually, wow. On United Academy. Yeah. So you can actually, so it's, it's a depth of things you want. What we try and do is with a particular association or in you know reference, maybe you're in Connecticut and they just want to do a couple of classes, which you can do. Mm-hmm. You can actually go on and actually go on to the site. You can actually see what classes are open, mm-hmm. or we're trying to run them all through some of your association, like IEC Colorado right. has taken that into that for being able to, they're going to be running a program for mm-hmm. United Academy right. through all of their, all of their training will go through that. Yeah. So you can actually book the whole class, but it's, it really is. And you go through and plain and simple, you can go through the class, mm-hmm. but you know, you may also want to, it's called blended learning mm-hmm. where you can actually do one or the other, and you can actually do some of it on the computer. And then actually when you're done with the class then you would actually go to one of our facilities mm-hmm. and get a certified examiner and they would all then put you through the paces and say, yes, you know how to know how to do the new MEWP. Mm-hmm. You can do it as simple as that. 
and yeah. then you're now certified. Now that's, so that certification then goes on your card. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it from a business standpoint, um, and this is where it's kind of important, especially with the small to mid-size, and sometimes a lot of the bigger ones, is what, what happens is all of a sudden a superintendent or somebody goes, hey, listen, we're going to be starting a job, or the superintendent says tomorrow is super day or, or uh, safety day, or maybe in an hour he's going to have safety day. Mm-hmm. He wants to know and wants to see certification from everybody about what their safety training is. Right. All you've got to do, whether you've got it on your hard hat or you got the credit card in your, in your billfold, you can walk right up there with a Q scanner and it'll push right up there and say, yes, Spencer got his training in January mm-hmm. and he's good for another nine or 10 months. Right. right. But then if you, ta- if you take that and now you compound it over a year from now, and you're going to be starting a job. You could actually use that as a tool to say who needs to be trained and who doesn't be trained. We actually send you notifications mm-hmm. stating that your forklift training is going to be out in 90 days. Mm-hmm. Then we tell you 60 days. Then we tell you 30 days. Then we tell you your certification is no longer good, mm-hmm. which tells you that if you're going to start a job, that your people starting that job are not currently certified. Mm-hmm. So it actually can be a benefit in a lot of different ways. When you, especially if you don't have a safety director or if you're an association or a safety person on staff, right. if you're, if you're your own company, it can help you in a lot of ways. So, and that's what I mean without doing the 30 minute presentation, yeah. you know, we, we would be able to help in a lot of different ways to say, here are ways we can help your company mm-hmm. become even safer and make, let us be your, or whoever you want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they have all the tools we have, but whatever, it's just to help you to make sure you're safe. Yep. 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 I love it. I love it. And I appreciate you yeah, helping to, to kind of share a little bit about uh, what United Academy is. And, it, and it, then it, it also relates back and, and can relate back directly to the total control piece um, that United Runners also is, is engaged right. with, which I think is a very powerful tool. Um, in, right. And, in, and it's not yeah. just total control. It's also you are control. So yeah. a lot of companies may not be able to you know, use uh, the big pieces, or, you know, the big part of the total control, mm-hmm. but you can, you are a control on your, on your phone. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll give you just a, a quick story about, yeah, I, I dealt with a, I dealt with a customer, a very good customer of mine that I've known for years and years. And when I was a national account manager, I actually set him up as a national account. And I mm-hmm. went in there to do their year end review with their new national account manager. And we were talking about exactly this, the total control. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of people in there that were not uh, very crazy about doing it, saying, "Oh, we already know how to rant. You know, hmm. we already we already get that. We do okay. this, we do that, and so on yeah. and so forth." Yeah. So actually, the vice president of the company said, "Well, well, why don't you just give us a job site and let's be specific about what is it is actually going on at the job site?" Mm-hmm. So we have to pull up the job site. It happened to be at ten thirty in the morning. Uh, we pulled it up because it is actually live. We can tell where your equipment's at because of all the telematics, right. and, which is another story in itself. Right. What we were able to find out is we found out they had two 40-foot booms out there. I'm sorry, two, a, a scissor and a boom. A scissor and, and a boom. And both of yeah. them were had been setting idle yeah. all morning long. Yeah. So here you're paying for equipment. Right. And, by the way, you also probably have some employees. And this right, you're is paying the for labor, tracking. too. Yeah. But, yeah, so you think about what you thought was going on at that job site it really wasn't going on at all. Mm-hmm. So all we try and do is we try and say, we try and think of, think of it from this perspective. The smarter the customer is, the better it is for us. So if we knew that ABC Electrical Company, we knew that they used this type of a system and they were in in, in road with everything, mm-hmm. it really comes down to is that when that customer is smarter, we know when they say they're going to be done with it on Wednesday, mm-hmm. we know they're going to be done with it on Wednesday. Yeah. 
And then we're able to turn around and say, great, we can turn around and re-rent it on Thursday. We'll bring it in the shop. Right. We'll get it, run it through all the cycles that we do, mm-hmm. and then get it back out to another customer that needs that piece of equipment. Boom. Yeah. So what hmm. we try and help them is simply is saying, listen, the equipment is not being utilized. Mm-hmm. And what you need to understand is if it's not being utilized, you're paying a lot of rent. Right. right. It also says there, there's times that you're returning it to us, and you still have maybe another week, and you pay for the whole month. Mm-hmm. And everybody, believe me, I hear this every time talking to customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already do that. Mm-hmm. Be be assured, it doesn't happen as much as you think it does. Is that right? Yep. We're there to try and help the people. Say let let us help you utilize your equipment or whoever you're using. Make sure you have a program mm-hmm. stating this is how you should be utilizing your equipment and this is the proper way to be doing it. Yeah. And when should you be doing it? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times a lot of our bigger customers actually ask us to come in before their job starts. We actually sit down with them and go over when they need the equipment. People say they give me the equipment list and they'll turn around and they'll bring the equipment out and they bring it out too soon. And mm-hmm. they really didn't need it all at that particular time. Right. Just sits there idle and but it's it's right. not idle on their books. Yeah. Right. So let us, you know, let us let us help you wherever possible. Mm-hmm. And I and and I think that could be a benefit. It doesn't make a difference if you're a small company, a medium company, or a large right. company. Right. You know, a dollar is a dollar and at the bottom at the end of the day, if you do your equipment efficiently, I believe what you'll do is you'll be able to find, you'll actually be able to make more profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times I, I'll get beat up on, somebody will say, Dennis, you're $100 high. And I say, yeah, you know what, we, we might be. But, but I ask you to look at it from this perspective, is that from our perspective, we are a large company. We try and do the best we can. We're not perfect. I mean, if I don't have your equipment when you want it, when you need it, then I'm a failure in my mind. When we look at the $100 a month, what you're simply looking at is really $0.58 cents an hour which is $2.32 for a half a day. Even if you have four of those lifts out there, that's only $11. What does it cost a normal job to be shut down for a half day? So you have to look at that when you're looking at your equipment and you're looking at the people you're using, it's no different than your GC looks at a general con- at, at an electrical contractor about all the things you can and cannot do. Hmm. It's the same basic principles. Right. Right. That, that's fantastic. And, and yeah, that, that value add then back to, you know, the contractors to being able to then, yeah, integrate in technology and the telematics piece and, and kind of knowing where things are at and, and creating that partnership and, and those additional values back to your customers. It's it's uh, really amazing. Yeah, the evolution of, of where things have come from and, and where they're at today. It really has. Being that right. extension of, of their business and, and their success. Wow. Absolutely. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Dennis, you know, you, you speak with such passion, um, and, and you're, you're, you're just full of life and, and energy. Um, if we could bottle you up, it'd be great, uh, to be able to help you yeah, spread, spread the good, uh, the good energy that's out there. Um, but tell me, I think, I think the, the formula is, um, you, you love your job and, and you love what you do. Um, what, what is it about that, that, uh, you know, what can you tell us about, you know, that you love about your career or the people that you're engaged with within the construction industry or the associations? Just share a little bit about that if you could. Well, certainly it's, it's because number one, I love people yeah. and, and you get to meet people and, and here I am in what I call the perfect job. Yeah. And I, and I get paid for it and mm-hmm. I feel blessed. Yeah. I get to go around and meet new people. You get to help people. And, and keeping in mind, when I'm a lot of times when I meet with people, I have no idea whether they do business with United Rentals or not. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm there for. Yeah. I'm yeah. there to help the association. And I think overall, when you're helping the community, it helps the company you're working mm. for. Yes. yes. So you have to get involved. I think a lot of misnomerals is that I see with, 
whatever the name of the association is, is that I see a lot of times when I go into local chapters, I hear comments about, you know, I'm just not for sure what national provides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm always stunned by that because I don't think, and and again, maybe, you know, I used to be the uh, chairman of the board for the ABC Rocky Mountain chapter. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you that I think maybe at a time that I questioned that, but when I started doing all the national events Mm -hmm. and I got to meet national staff and I see what staff actually does. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it from your own perspective and, and we'll, we'll use, safety as an example is mm-hmm. that you can use safety of what you're going on in the market but you guys at national whatever mm-hmm. the association is you have to worry about what is going on from a safety perspective in all 50 states right. or all of your chapters that right. you're dealing in. you right. have to be on top of that yeah but a lot of the things that people understand is even even though we shouldn't get political you, what you guys do politically mm-hmm. of fighting for the electrician mm-hmm. fighting for your association mm-hmm. You know, whether they come to Washington, D.C. and go over to the Capitol with you, mm-hmm. the bottom line is you're still going to be there and you're going to be fighting for their issues in all of their chapters. Yes. All of the electricians, you're fighting for the electrical industry right. is what you're fighting right. for. Right. Every day. Yeah. And I don't think you can put a value on that. Yeah. But it's also, you know, we're having the conversations about diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. We talk about workforce. Mm-hmm. I can tell you there's there's not an association I don't belong that I don't hear the words workforce diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. and when you think about they really work hand in hand yes and people you know people always look at that and say why do you have such a passion for that mm-hmm. well number one i have 12 grandchildren yeah and not one of them is 100 percent white yeah so it, it is about what i'm doing today really is about the future and mm-hmm. i and i encourage everybody to say you know to back your national association because you guys do bring a lot of value whatever the acronym of the association is mm-hmm. i've been blessed to be able to see what all of these national associations do. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I'm impressed with the national staff, certainly that IEC has. You've, you've built a great staff there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And when you, look at, when you look at all of the staffs and what they're doing, they do a lot for their local associations. Yeah. And when they do something, they're doing it for all the members, including the supplier associates. So, you know, we do appreciate and understand what you guys are doing. So yeah. I have a passion because I get to meet so many people. And the fact is you can actually make an impact in society yes. of what you're able to do and have fun doing it. Yes. So you yes. guys, you guys have done a great job. No, and I think you. you should continue. Yeah. You, like I said, you built a great staff. I think, uh, and I have a little experience in, in reviewing staff. So you yeah. guys are going in the right direction. And I think IEC national and the IEC chapters have a lot to look forward to. I really do. That's terrific. Th- thank you so much uh, for for sharing the perspective and and uh, and yeah and, and it it's 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 working with great great leaders and great partners um, you know, such as yourself and United Rentals that help to them enrich the direction that we're going as as a national association, yeah. um, affecting each of our chapters so we can work in alignment and work in in unison in that that collective uh, piece that that we all have the, the same vested interest to be able to have the most highly successful, um, highly trained uh, and uh, American workforce um, for Merit Shop electrical and systems contractors. So it's, it's, it's really great. It's really great. Um, Dennis, you shared a little bit there uh, about uh, grandkids. I know grandkids are a big part of your life, but tell us a little oh, bit about uh, you know some of the things you do for fun. I also know you know you and I have hit golf balls before in different yep. areas throughout the country. But um, yeah, what what do you do for fun in, in your time off, sir? Well, well, I've actually uh, coached baseball, football, 
basketball for many years and mm-hmm. I still try and do it. I've coached some of my grandchildren. Yeah. Right now I'm not coaching anybody, but uh, probably starting next year, I'll go back into coaching. That's great. I've always liked coaching. I used to be the district administrator for Colorado district to little league. So I used to have literally wow. uh, mm-hmm. imagine, imagine, you know, 15 chapters. Yeah. Well, I had, I had 15 leagues and I had about 7,000 kids. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. So that's great. Yeah, apparently I wasn't playing with a full deck, but, <laughs> but I did that. I did that for 25 years. And really? then after I retired from that several years ago, yeah. uh, probably about 20, 22 years ago, I retired from that. Yeah. I don't know how you retire from not getting paid, but I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I <did> retire <laughs> or I quit. I guess. Right. So, uh, I then started doing a golf benefit for yeah. what's called the challenger program. So, we do a program, thanks to United Rentals, allowing me the capability to do it. We actually run a golf tournament uh, that all of the money, and I do mean 100%, all of the money raised goes to the Challenger program children in, the, in uh, just the Colorado, Denver, North Glen area where, mm. where your chapter is at. Yes, yes. We, have about, uh, we have about 150 kids that we have now and been doing it for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every year we do a golf tournament. I get to go back to the parents and say, hey, uh, next year in 2021, don't worry about it. We've got everything covered for you. Make sure all your kids come back. So, mm. uh, again, wow. an- another wow. great part about your job, about what you're able to do with the community yeah. and what you're able to do thanks to United Rentals mm-hmm. and what you're able to do. I mean, it really is a great company that allows you to go out in your community and encourage you to do that. Yes. That's what's yes. really great. Yeah. Yeah, it is great. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, that's, that's great. And, yeah, and, and being that being a part of that community and helping to then, you know, lead and, and help to change people's lives is is uh, a lot of what it's about, you know, and, and, and that's what uh, that's what we're doing, you know, across the board and, and um, you know, through the chapters uh, across the country is, is providing the education to be able to then help to, you know, elevate individuals within um, their apprenticeship and, and work towards, um, you know, becoming uh, the, the experts within the industry, um, as well as then that that uh, the after hours piece too, and, and working towards Absolutely. being a great, well-rounded community member, um, benefiting um, everyone involved. And, and um, it's it, there's so many success stories that that, uh, that we can talk about within that. And, and I oh, think that yeah, some of the the golf tournaments that that you help to organize have just been. Uh, um, just been a great leading example of of the right way to be able to then bring people together towards cause and purpose and to give back and, and to empower people and and Absolutely. Um, you know I just we just want to thank you for everything that you do um, for the com- for the communities across the country it's been great to be uh, to be you know alongside you and, and be a part of it uh, on a lot of this and helping to support um, where where we can and and then again you helping to shed a light on, on areas for, for growth and improvement. Um, you're a great so, leader and a, and a great friend, Dennis, and, and um, we just appreciate you being part of, uh, part of the IEC community and, and, uh, and a major leader and supporter of what we do. Thank you. And again, if we can, if we can help IEC, um, you know, I would encourage them. Certainly they may reach out to me. I may not have all the answers, but I may have some of the direction to say, you know, if you're looking for us to join one of your chapters, the first mm-hmm. thing you need to do is to go to whoever the local chapter or the local branches that we have from United Rentals, mm-hmm. find out who the district manager or the branch manager and find out, you know, who they are and what they're doing and try and get some background on them before you turn around and ask them to be a member. But um, certainly, certainly there's a possibility. So if, if I can help somebody, they certainly will have my information. I'd be glad to help them because I know I see a lot of them at all the national events. And that. So if I can help them, glad to help them. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Dennis, thank you, and, and thank you for spending some time Absolutely. with us today, and, and um, thank you for everything you do. Absolutely, Spencer. Have a great day. Terrific. Thank you. Oh, my.
And thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment in the second season of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.